As you've been searching for answers on your health and weight loss journey, I'm sure you've heard people say, only eat when you're hungry, eat to satiety, oh, and learn to intuitively eat. But you're not quite sure how to get there? Well, let's unravel the mysteries of hunger, satiety, and intuitive eating. Listen in. Does your metabolism suck? Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Do you want off the diet roller coaster? Do you wish there was a simple solution to get you healthier, smaller, and have more energy? Hey friends, I'm Jolene, a nutritional therapy practitioner, wife, furry guardian, and non-bendy yogi. Like you, I spent years chasing skinny instead of healthy until I finally learned there's more to getting healthy than eat less and move more. Welcome to Holistic Health Made Simple, where I share all the tips, tricks, and science to set you free from the diet overwhelm and frustration with the ever-changing health rules. We go beyond the calorie and diet dogma to equip you with simple changes to real food, mindset, and lifestyle. If you are ready to learn to tailor your journey to your current health, implement simple solutions, and achieve undeniable results, then this is the podcast for you. Pop in those headphones, take a deep breath, and let's get healthy! Hey, hey there! If you've been searching the health and wellness space, you've heard the terms hunger, satiety, and intuitive eating. You are told to only eat when you're hungry, stop when you are full or satiated, and listen to your body. You might be saying, that's what got me into this mess with my body, and that definitely will not work. What do all these terms mean, and how can we work towards mastering them? Today, I'm either going to clarify or get you even more confused on what hunger, satiety, and intuitive eating are and how they all work together. Let me start by defining the terms. According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, hunger is defined as a craving or a urgent need for food or a specific nutrient. It's also defined as an uneasy sensation occasioned by the lack of food or a weakened condition brought about by prolonged lack of food. I think we all have experienced hunger so we can kinda understand these definitions. Now, according to Science Direct, satiety is defined as a state of non-eating, characterized by the absence of hunger which follows at the end of a meal and arises from the consequences of food ingestion. And I picked this definition because the other one all just said satiety is the form of being satiated. So we needed something a little more explicit of what satiety is. It's basically being full after you eat. Not necessarily overstuffed, but being full and being able to make it to the next meal. As for intuitive eating, you're not going to be real surprised when I say that I could not find an official definition. So I thought I'd start by defining intuitive because we all know what eating is. At least you should know. Um, according to Merriam-Webster, all the definitions I found referred back to intuition. That's not super helpful, but they did say it could be possessing or given to intuition or insight. So maybe we can define it as insightful eating? I'm not sure, but intuitive eating as a concept is basically listening to your body's signals and eating when hungry and stopping when full or satiated. Sometimes when we define things, it makes them clearer, and other times not. Intuitive eating is one of those times. Hunger is also one of those things that is not as clear cut as the definition. You see, if our hunger hormones are not signaling properly, we might always feel hungry. 
or we may never feel hungry. Then there's the body signaling hunger because it wants nourishment, not necessarily calories. Like we just ate, but we didn't eat nourishing foods, so our body still wants some vitamins, minerals, and other things. So it's saying you're still hungry even though you ate enough. Or we had a blood sugar drop and now feel hungry again when we just recently ate. So learning what those signals are and what they're stemming from is very helpful. And then we have hunger that's caused by stress, boredom, or tiredness. Oh boy, this hunger thing is not as simple as people think it is or how it's defined. Well, then we can look at satiety. Some people never get the I'm full feeling. Did you know that? Can you believe never feeling full? So if you never have that feeling because it's not signaling properly, you don't know when to stop eating. That could be really scary. Or some people eat so fast that the body hasn't signaled yet because it's, it's not caught up. So the brain hasn't gotten the signal that it's full and you keep eating and then you overeat just because you ate a little too fast or a lot too fast depending on the person. If we can't trust our hunger or our satiety signaling, how are we ever going to trust our body to be able to eat intuitively? Because the whole eat intuitively is based on hearing and knowing exactly when you're hungry and when you're full. The end goal should be not to ever have to track or count anything, but eat a healthy, nutritious diet and let us, our bodies give us those cues. So we know when to stop and we know when to eat and we can listen to the cravings because it generally starts craving for nutritious foods like we'll crave protein or we might crave certain vegetables or fruit. Depending on what minerals our bodies are lacking, we can start truly hearing those. But what do we do until we can get our body sorted out and getting those signals right? I mean, don't we all just want to intuitively eat? And then we have a certain subset of the population that gets so excited when they never feel hunger. That's just as bad as never feeling full or always feeling hungry. We've gotta get this signaling working right. And it's not as easy to do as people think because many of you come to me or listening here because you wanna get healthy, you wanna lose weight. It's that weight loss thing that's gotten us into trouble. Different ways we've tried to lose weight has disrupted a lot of these signals. Not eating a nutritious diet, a nutrient-dense diet, has gotten us into trouble. So how exactly do we undo this damage? And some of you aren't going to like what I have to say. But there's times for hard truths. The first thing is if you don't feel hungry in the morning, or you rarely feel hungry and you think it's awesome, but you're not losing weight and you don't feel good and you don't have any energy, and you binge at night because... You didn't feel hungry all day and the minute you sat down to dinner with your family, it set off the hunger cues and then all of a sudden, you can't get enough food inside you. The first thing you're gonna wanna do is take a step back and eat something within the first two hours of waking. I know, I know, you shouldn't eat when you're not hungry. But if your hunger cues aren't working, sometimes we just have to eat until they start signaling. You see, people who eat one meal a day or fast a lot can deplete 
follicular hunger hormone, which is leptin. There's something known as leptin resistance. One of the easiest ways to fix it is to start eating three meals a day, whether you're hungry or not. That does require probably tracking either macros or calories, probably macros because you know me, I want you to make sure you're eating enough protein. But by doing this, your body will get that nutrition, the hormones will start balancing out, and your hunger signals will start working again. And that's what we want. Eating in the morning will help start that process of healing. As much as you might say, I don't want to, I need to fast to lose weight. There's times to take breaks to get the body running. If your body's not working properly, the last thing you should do is be pushing it There's a time to push it, but there's also times that we need to let it heal. Now, I'm not saying that fasting's bad because I strongly believe in the power of fasting, but you should get hungry when you fast. If you don't, that means your hunger signal's off and it's time to get it working properly. Leptin resistance can cause all sorts of issues, so we wanna make sure that we get the leptin signaling when we're truly hungry. Not boredom, not stress, not tiredness, when our body physically needs fuel. So my long rant on eating when you first get up is your first step on getting these signals running properly. Eat within the first two hours of getting up. Make sure you don't have coffee until you eat. Do it together. Let's get that hunger signaling working properly. Now as it comes for the fullness signal, we want to eat very slowly, very mindfulness. Mindfulness eating is not just for digestion. It also will help our body signal properly. So put your fork down between each bite, chew it thoroughly, go slow. Sip water, but don't over drink it because that can give you a false sense of fullness which might trigger hunger down the road. So you wanna eat a satisfying meal. So when you're planning out and you're gonna eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like you're gonna eat those three meals, you basically want to track during this time period to make sure you're getting in enough protein and enough overall nutrients. So spread it out into three equal meals. So each meal should get you to the next. If you get hungry in between, it's okay to have a snack, but you wanna start getting to the point where you're avoiding snacking. I'm really not anti-snacking, But I think is if you're trying to get truly healed, you don't want the grazing, which can also throw off signals because sometimes when we snack, it's because we're bored. So try to get three full meals and each meal gets you to the next one. Um, Start there. Tracking is going to be key at first while you're healing and getting to the point. Once you can truly hear your hunger signals, acknowledge them and know that you are truly hungry. And when you're eating, you know when you're truly full, that's when the tracking truly can stop. Unless you're in a phase of cutting, which is also considered dieting. If you're trying to lose a little weight and you wanna cut back some, that's when tracking is very beneficial. But if it's just maintaining your current weight, you should be able to listen to your body and maintain the weight you're at. If you can't, you need to evaluate why. Is it the foods you're eating? Are your hormones dysregulated? Because it could be more than just your hunger and your satiety hormones. It could be other things going on inside you. So that's when you take it to the next level. But to get to true intuitive eating, you need to be able to 
truly hear your body when it says it's hungry, feed it nutritious foods, and be able to hear when it is full or satiated. If you struggle ever truly feeling full, look at the composition of your meals. Are you prioritizing your protein? Protein can be incredibly satiating. If you're eating too many simple carbohydrates, that can lead to quick hunger. So we want to make sure that we have a nice balance. As I've said in some of my previous episodes, I'd love you to get to one gram per pound of ideal body weight of protein and match that with carbohydrates. You can be off a little bit, 10% up and down, but if you're at 120 grams of protein, your carbohydrates are at about 120 grams and then you fill the rest in with healthy fats. Now, you can go... 100 to 150 on both, it doesn't matter. If you are low carb, obviously you're gonna dial back the carbohydrates. Um, And when I say low carb, I mean more like a ketogenic low carb because at a one-to-one ratio protein to carbohydrates, you are low carb compared to the standard American diet. So protein's gonna be one of those most satiating things with complex carbohydrates that have fiber. You will be surprised when you start switching your meals to a animal sourced protein with fiber filled vegetables, you will stay fuller longer. So try that trick if you're having trouble staying full or getting full. Um, If you're always hungry, that could be one way is just switching the composition of your meals to make sure that you are staying full. A lot of people say fat keeps you full, but it's they're finding more and more the satiety factor is protein and fiber then fats. The combination of all of those will keep you full from one meal to the next because it has a nice um, arrangement or composition of different fuels for your body to use and building blocks for all those healthy cells. To wrap it up, you're going to want to start tracking your intake so that you're getting enough protein, you're getting in your complex carbohydrates and filling the rest with fat, but you're eating three equal meals a day so that you can start triggering your hunger and satiety signals to get to the point of not having to track and trusting your body to tell you when you're hungry or not because you're getting in all the nutrients it wants. It does always boil down to getting in the building blocks and nutrients that your body needs to thrive and then therefore you'll thrive. And trust me, when you get to this intuitive eating phase, your body will maintain a healthy weight. Who wants to track food their whole life? Oh, and by the way, if you are not on my newsletter, you want to head on over to the website and join it because I've got some exciting things coming up for you at the end of the year. Besides getting notified with extra tips that aren't in the podcast, you'll also get a whole bunch of freebie notifications as well as a little something I'm planning for Black Friday. So make sure you hop on over to holistichealthmadesimple.com and join up on the newsletter. The ultimate goal of all of my sharing is to get you to be able to just live life and eat food. Know what serves your body, gets you to your goals, and eventually you just eat intuitively. I don't want to track the whole rest of my life and I know you don't either. So let's let our body heal and do what we some hard things now to do easy things later. And on that note, friends, I will see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening in today. I hope you got some nuggets to take on your health journey. 
Remember, this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes. No medical advice is being given. By listening to this podcast, you agree to the full disclaimer, which is linked in the show notes. If you found this podcast helpful, could you take 30 seconds and leave a review? Your feedback means the world to me, and it helps others discover my show. Once again, thank you for being part of my community. Until next time, have a blessed day.